Welcome to Barefoot Autism Warriors podcast. I'm Ninka Benedit Mauritsson and I freed my son from symptoms of autism. This podcast is my way of giving back. I share the unique approach to autism which got my son from one of the most severe cases of endless tantrums, rituals, stimming, sleepless nights, aggression and lack of eye contact to a life without any symptoms. I also share how this journey connected me to my life purpose and made me lose 44 pounds, getting rid of anxiety and depression, plus help my entire family. This podcast is for those who don't subscribe to one-size-fits-all solutions, who do not accept the notion of there's nothing you can do. This podcast is for those who believe in healing, spirituality, biohacking, brain development, ancestral health, and wake-up calls. Autism is a sacred wake-up call, and this is a place to be to wake up to change and transformation. This episode is for anyone who feels drained and long for more time for yourself to rest, read, chill, or simply do nothing. So if you feel like a project manager, a problem solver, a therapist, a nurse, a cook, or a servant, and when you think about it, all you want to say is, when is it going to be time for me? How can I create more time for myself? And that's exactly the conversation we're going to have in this podcast about how to stop saying yes to shit you hate, why it is okay to say no and change your mind, and how you can get more time for yourself and become a better mom, a better partner, and a better friend and colleague at the same time. It's not difficult. It might be challenging, but by the end of this podcast, you know how to generate more time for yourself and get wiser at the same time. Actually, did you know that the less egotistic you are, the more bitchy you become? (laughs) That might sound a bit contradicting. But newsflash, being egotistic is an act of mercy, not only to yourself, but to everyone around you. I can give you an example from my own life. So when I became a mom and my son became ill and he was diagnosed with autism before we turned his autism around, I used to be a massive pleaser and overperformer and overdoer. So I used to do and give and please and cook and help and fix everyone's problems before ever sitting down or taking care of my own needs. Actually, I never got to the point where I took care of my own needs in a day. And the more I did this over the years, over the months, the more bitter I became. And I remember those conversations I had with myself and also saying this out loud, embarrassingly. I would say, oh, why isn't anybody doing the same for me as I'm doing for everybody else? When is it time for me? Why do I have to do everything? Why do I have to do the dishes? Why do I have to take out the trash? Why aren't anybody helping me? When is it my time to rest? And all this moaning and complaining. And it was true, but also a lie. Why? Because You're teaching everybody how to treat yourself by example, by the way that you're treating yourself. So the more I was postponing my need for rest, my need for movement outside, my need for chill time and alone time, 
my need for just resting and relaxing, the more bitter I got. So I didn't become more resourceful, even though I did it from a good place and, a, and the best of intentions. I just became more and more drained. And when you try to give from an empty space and give from an empty cup, you run out of resources and nobody benefits. So I became bitchy, I became irritable, I became bitter, I became a martyr. You know, that victim over there in the corner trying to, you know, burning herself <laughs> on the fire while hoping someone will come and put out the fire that she actually needs to put out for herself. That was the story of my life. But when I learned to take care of myself first, to make sure that I was well-rested and well-fed and well-moved and, and uh, healthy, I had resources. I was no longer trying to pour from an empty cup. I gave all the extra that I had and I let it pour all over my family and my children and I became someone resourceful. And there's nothing more unsafe than being around someone who cannot take care of her own needs, who aren't honest about her own needs and who cannot say yes and no. It's like dealing with a baby. And I was a baby. I couldn't take care of myself. I couldn't parent myself. So it became obvious to my children and they started actually avoiding me. They started avoiding me because they could see I couldn't parent myself. And that's scary. It's a scary place to get to. So who would you prefer by your side in time of crisis? Someone who's really good at taking good care of herself or someone who's giving, giving, giving and pleasing to a point of bitterness who does it even though she actually doesn't have the resources to sit by you and be there with you. She just does it because she feels obligated or someone who's there by choice because she's got so much to give that there's plenty for you because she's given enough to herself first. I would say I would prefer someone who's resourceful to be by my side in times of crisis, not someone who's just sacrificing her own health and her own well-being to sit with me and actually don't want to be there. And here's when you probably want to say, but if I don't cook, if I don't clean, if I don't do if I don't please, if I don't work, if I don't wash, if I don't create, then life will fall apart. Well, let's challenge that for a second here, because this podcast, I promised, was supposed to give you more time without changing much, but uh, actually letting everything become better by you being a better parent to yourself. So... What if you asked your soul and your inner child and your body, what if you let your soul, your inner child and your body decide what to do today? What would change? And when you tell yourself, this is not possible, I want you to ask yourself one question. And that one question is, I wonder if that is true. Secondly, and this one's really good. This is a challenge for you. Take a digital detox and a social life detox for at least three days. And this is where it goes. You announce to everyone that you know that you won't be answering texts, mails, messenger, or pick up the phone or be part of any socialization for the next three days. 
you don't actually you don't actually have to explain. You can say you're part of a challenge, or you're challenging yourself, or you're doing an exercise, or whatever. But just make it clear to everyone that they cannot expect anything from you for the next three days. Notice if this concept makes you f- panic or fearful. That is a sign that you need this challenge and exercise. You really, really need it. Now, as you go through this digital and social life detox, here's an important part of it. Here's how you get more time. Notice who or what you're sad to let go for three days. Who are you sad not to talk to? Who are you sad not to be in contact with? Those are the people that's actually contributing to your life, nourishing your soul, making you feel more of yourself, make you feel worthy and makes you grow, makes your soul feel fulfilled. Now, notice as well who and what feels like a relief not to have to deal with. When you feel a relief when you don't have to answer someone else's text, you don't have to join this party or do this type of um, social events or be in contact with this type of person. When you feel relief, this is a sign. Those are the people and things and obligations that you need to let go of because they're draining to your soul, they're holding you back, they're preventing you from autism turnarounds and manifestation. And holding on to it is wasting your life on things you don't even want to do. And letting go of it will give you so much extra time in a week, in a month, in a year. When you think about why you're seeing these people, why you say yes to a party when you don't want to, ask yourself, who's actually talking? When did I learn that it wasn't okay to stand up for my inner child and protect myself? When did I learn that saying no equals rejection? When did I know that I need to damage and abuse myself to fit in and be accepted and to be worthy of being walking around on this planet Earth? This is really important to ask yourself these questions and to really freaking let go of those things that you hate. Because this is really stealing your life hour by hour and those hours you could you could use them to change the world to write your book to rest to take care of your body to start moving to start exercising to create a project to become a better mom to become a better lover to become someone of substance and resourceful so that's another way of getting more time then i want to say check your screen time there's, an, there's a function in the phone, at least there's an iPhone, where you can see how much time you spend just manically scrolling through Instagram and Facebook. Batch your time on Instagram and Facebook and on Messenger, wherever you spend your time, Snapchat, Pinterest, wherever you, you uh, roam around. And then cut it off, shut the phone, shut the computer, turn it off. And batch it so that you're only available from a certain time to a certain time every day. And the rest of the time is free from this distraction, which is also extremely stressful to the brain. These constant dopamine releases, these constant needs for stimulation and information. You need to calm your brain down from that addiction in order to free up time for yourself as well. 
Then there's this important step number three, which is it's okay to say no. It's okay to change your mind when you didn't really check in with your soul and your inner child and your body when you said yes it's okay to come back and say hey I've been thinking about it I'm actually gonna choose to stay at home uh, this Saturday that's what I feel that I need to do and it's also okay to change your mind and say no when suddenly it doesn't feel good anymore you don't even have to have a reason when your gut feeling changes listen to the gut feeling and change the plan there's nothing more important than this because you know what? We teach each other how to stand by our own needs and our inner guidance. So let's do it with pride and honesty and vulnerability. Make it okay. So instead of saying, oh, I can't, or I'm sick, or some lame excuse, which is actually a lie, because yes, you can, and no, you're not sick. You just don't want to go. And you don't have to offend people by saying that you don't want, I just don't want to go. You can say, I need to say yes to myself, so I'm going to have to pass on this. Or I can feel a deep need to just take care of myself and stay in. Or it, it doesn't feel good to say yes anymore, so I'm going to have to say no. I don't even know why. Just say it vulnerably. Say it honestly and say it with pride. It is okay to change your mind. It's okay to say no. And actually, you don't even have to have an explanation. It is enough that it doesn't feel good enough for you anymore. Remember this, your body and your inner child witnesses your lies when you say, oh, I'm sick or I can't. And your child and your body will notice, okay, we are not worthy of her protection. So she's got a lie to take care of us. She thinks that we, our need is not important enough to be proud of and to stand by, by voicing a need on our behalf. And that is dangerous because it cuts off the connection that you have to your inner child and your body. And remember that your inner child and your body are the portals for divine information. It is in your body that you, that you download intuitive guidance towards the next step in the autism turnaround, the next step for your own personal healing the synchronistic events that's going to take you to your life purpose and your soulmate and more flow. So you need that connection. You need that phone line to your child, your inner child and your body. So don't cut it. Don't let them down by lying. Be proud. Be a good parent. Stand by your values and show them that it's okay to say no. Then the last tip is probably one of the tips that's given me most time, most energy and most health and has kept me youthful and lean and juicy and, and happy. And it has given me so much extra time to do exactly what I wanted to do in a day that I didn't think I had time for before. And it's as simple as this. Go to bed way earlier than you think you need to. The best way to get yourself tired is to go out and watch the sunset or take some red light therapy in the evening, turn off the blue lights, the fluorescent lights, the screens and light a candle instead, a non-toxic soy, can soy candle or whatever you prefer, or create a bonfire outside if you're so lucky that you can, and then go to bed with the sun. Go to bed early, early, early. When I go to bed at 8, 
I can still have amazing sex and be asleep by 9.30. And then I wake up before the alarm. I have plenty of time for my meditation, lighting a candle, contacting my spirit guides, um, invoking for divine guidance for the day. I have time to exercise. I have time to take a long shower. I have time to do my brain development exercises. I have time to do my grounding outdoors. All because I went to bed super early. This is something you need to get used to, but your biological clock, especially if you're in a dark place, especially in the winter time, needs more rest than you think. And this will give you the most blissful sleep and the most amazing experience of actually waking up without an alarm, which means you can have a weekend feeling every single day simply because you go to bed early. And uh, let me tell you, I can get my man into bed with me because he knows what's coming <laughs> It's a time for conversations and deep eye contact and bonding and breathing and and a deep erotic connections. And both of my kids are going to bed really early as well. It is something that we have passed on to the family members because it's the most effective way of taking care of yourself and giving yourself extra strength and health as well. Those were the tips for you to get more time for yourself. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like this podcast, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review and give it some star ratings. There are some bitter people that, or not some bitter people, there's probably only one negative email uh, from a, a, a little tiny bitter troll. And I would love the many, many great reviews to... Um, to shine brighter than that little tiny bitter person's review so i would love for you to leave yours and spread the word and share the podcast and subscribe to it and write me anytime on instagram or facebook i'm ninka bernadette mauritson on both platforms or go to my website barefootautismwarriors.com which will be up within a week from when you hear listen to this episode See you soon.